Hi, my friends. I keep hearing about this time being referred to as unprecedented. And it is. It really is. It's so weird and wild and apocalyptic and eerie and scary, but also strangely, I don't know, comforting and freeing at times that we just have our families and we just have this time and this space to slow down and watch things and listen to things and have phone conversations and walk outside and so what I'm doing is just what I can which is making whatever I can to make people laugh to make them feel better and I hope that you receive this podcast as my gift and know that I'm thinking about you and just sending you the healthiest vibes and so much love and um that I will be here with you in the ways that I know how and this is my favorite kind so enjoy the episode and be well bye I'm Grace Beeson. I'm a professional relationship coach trained in authentic leadership. Each week I come to you on the Because Why Not podcast with stories from my own life of things I've experienced, things I've read, learned, anecdotes of every day, and that I hope that you will learn from or at least have a good laugh about. So thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate your support. Would love it if you'd leave a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or anywhere that you listen regularly and subscribe. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hello, is anyone there? Can anybody hear me? Is anybody out there? The streets are so quiet, and for the first time all day, my house is so quiet. Guys, I just went to go start recording and looked at when my last podcast was, and it was 10 days ago. I thought it had been about five days. I've been leaving you out to dry, leaving you high and dry, leaving you abandoned. Oh, I'm so sorry. My intention was to pop in twice a week, and here we are 10 days later. And it feels so strange to say that that time has flown by because there are moments right now as we are all doing our safe at home quarantine for the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic. There are moments where minutes feel like hours and hours feel like days. And I think the day will never end. And I know I'm not alone in that. And yet, strangely, the days are filled. They're busy, you know, between helping my boys get through some of their schoolwork in the most cuckoo, half-assed way. I don't know. It feels that way. Maybe some days are better than others, but it just feels janky and taped together. But the days are busy with that, you know, and with um, trying to 
take walks and we've been playing tennis every day on empty courts, which I feel really grateful that we've been able to do that. I'm sure they will shut soon, but, um, that's the highlight of our lives right now is tennis. Um, and then of course doing my coaching and, um, I'm planning two full service weddings, which I'm extremely grateful for. Um, I keep joking that either planning events or coaching is my side hustle, depending on the day. So doing that while helping the boys, while running the house, um, and all the things, um, just, you know, takes a lot of time, even with a wonderful supportive husband, but you know, he's now out at work 35, at least hours a week, which he doesn't want to be doing, but he has to for his job. So it's just a lot, you guys. And I know you're experiencing a lot too, but you know, even if I had full days before they were full of my own stuff, like my kids were at school from eight to six, many days, three days a week or two days a week, eight to six, one day, at least eight to five, two days, eight to three, I, I mean, I'm thinking about that now and I'm like, wow, I wasted time. Like the mo I am so efficient with my time right now. I mean, sometimes I just can't concentrate, but you know, mostly I'm really efficient with my time right now because I have to get 10 minutes of work in or focused whatever in when I can, I got to tell you, I am exhausted at the end of these days. Aren't you guys exhausted? I'm so ready for the day to be done. I'm putting dinner on the table at like five o'clock because I'm ready to be cleaned up and out of the kitchen by six, six thirty. And right now I'm literally like hiding in my bedroom. I plugged my kids in. Um, I don't usually give them iPads on school nights, but our internet is down. I hot spotted their iPads to my phone. I plugged them in. I took a shower. I'm finally clean and in a quiet room by myself. I lit the beautiful candle I got for my birthday a week ago. Oh, I've had a birthday since I was last with you on March 24th. I turned 44. Weirdest birthday of my life. I didn't need it to be anything special. I was planning on having a quiet birthday at home, but wow, was it weird. And, you know, I kept feeling like I need to celebrate it for my kids. So like we went through the motions and we baked Duncan Hines cake and it was delicious. And I ate like three quarters of it myself. Um, but I just kept wishing it was over. You know, I was like, this is just too weird. Like I just, I find it a lot easier to like, just get through the day and do what needs to be done and feeling the pressure of having to make something really special or celebrate something or let people celebrate me. It just felt weird. It just felt weird, but people were so sweet with their messages. I think everyone was like, Oh, it's your birthday in March. So sorry. Like I felt the virtual love and hugs and support of like, yeah, this sucks for you. Um, so that was kind of funny and sweet. Um, 
But yeah, I guess this 10 days in some ways has flown by and I'm thinking about each and every one of you and what you are doing and how you are handling this. And it is really interesting seeing how people handle this and, and, um, surprising in some ways and not surprising in others. And, um, you know, I keep saying that I feel like our personalities are like, there's a spotlight on our personalities during this time. Like all of our personality traits that are the strongest and our idiosyncrasies are completely on blast right now and just highlighted and underlined and spotlit and on high volume. Um, and yeah. And like dealing with that and living with that and coexisting with other people and co-parenting. It's all so challenging. Oh my God. I mean, we've had a raging fight in this house. I don't even know if it's over, but I heard this awesome thing, um, on one of my favorite podcasts, which I've told you about before, which is called bitch sesh, which is a real housewives breakdown show with these two comedians, Danielle Schneider, who's a TV writer and Casey Wilson, who is an actress. And they talk about the housewives and they are so funny, but, um, they love this woman named, um, Oh gosh, Heidi Rose, Heidi Rose. I had it on the tip of my tongue and then I just forgot it. Heidi Rose Robinson, maybe, but she, um, she's an astrologer. I'm not sure what her exact title is, but she's an astrologer and she does do on Instagram, these really great posts every day where she writes about wherever the moon is that day and like what the day will bring. Heidi Rose Robinson, I think her name is, but anyway, she did this live read, um, for this co-working space in LA that's now virtual, of course, that, um, Casey and Danielle listen to or go to. And she did a live read about each person's astrological sign, um, and how it, um, defines or informs the way that they can show up during this time. So it was all positive. It was like, you have your sun in this and your moon in this. This is how you can show up during this time. And I found it like really enlightening and helpful. And of course, I'm a person who does believe in that stuff. I've paid attention to astrology and those sorts of things for years. Um, But it was just really prescient and really well written or spoken and just really connected with me in particular with what's going on in my house. Um, because I know it to be true that I'm an Aries and my husband is a Pisces. I'm fire. He's water. It's a very tricky mix for many reasons. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all the things Aries are spontaneous and outspoken and, um, you know, bold and fiery and stubborn and, um, and he's all the things Pisces are, um, you know, soft and emotional and, um, anyway, so during this time, it was saying, not surprisingly, Aries, this is your time to do the things, to step up to the plate. And like, there's nothing holding you back. You are here to share yourself and to give yourself to others so that they can feel better. And it's your time to be 
be out there. Like she was saying, if there was ever a time where you were thinking to yourself, hmm, should I do this thing? Should I not do this thing? Now is your time to do it. And I just laughed because, oh my God, have I been doing that? I mean, I've been making crazy home movies that I've been, or videos like of me speaking about whatever that I've been posting on Instagram and Facebook, like fearlessly where I would have never done that before. Cause I'm like, well, time to make my own talk show and like comedy video or just like talk about whatever, you know, I've just been creating content, um, for my Instagram, for my business, for my personal, for this podcast, for my children, like for all the things I just feel like I'm creating and putting stuff out there for the benefit of other people. That's what I can do during this time. It just feels like it's coming so naturally to me. Like it's a fountain that is on and it's flowing and, um, yeah, it just feels almost like bigger than me. And I don't, I'm not holding myself back at all in the way that I used to. Um, or I, I'm not feeling the concern at all for, um, what are people going to think of this? Cause it just feels like it needs to be shared for the benefit of others. Even if it's, you know, five people who are laughing, looking at it. So that, of course, really resonated with me and like validated me. And then she was talking about Pisces, um, my husband, and about how they are feeling it all for all of us. They are feeling all of it and doing so so that almost like the rest of us don't have to. And that really resonated with me because I know my husband to be a very emotional, sensitive person. Um, but to kind of really think about him in that way that he is feeling it all right now, um, help me look at it in a different way and feel a great deal of empathy and feel softer. Um, because I know that, yeah, that's one real struggle that we have is that so much of the time I'm like, back up, get over it. Like you're so emotional. And, um, he's really, um, deeply feeling and like needs to move through those feelings. Um, so, and we just emote and we process things in a very different way from one another. But so hearing her describe these signs in those ways, um, was just so, so, so interesting. So if that appeals to you, go to the podcast bitch sesh and it's the most recent episode that I believe is from March 30th, um, and it will be right in there. So yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but just kind of what's happening and what everyone's feeling and how we're experiencing this and how we're responding to it. And really all I want to talk about is Tiger King. I mean, me and the rest of the planet, right? Tiger King, the gift that the pandemic gave us. Thank you, Netflix. The Tiger King documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you haven't watched it. I'd, what are you doing? Um, now, I do know that there are people who aren't watching it because they can't handle the animal cruelty. And while you don't see him hurting animals directly, there is one scene that verges on that. But they are in cages. It is animals in cages. So that may be hard for people to watch. But guys, 
mostly it's about a gay thruple. It's about crazy ass relationships, personalities, outfits, murder plots. I mean, it's bananas. And I could not take my eyes away. I watched it in like a day or two. So my husband had told me about it on a walk. He was like, I watched this thing called Tiger King. And like this guy has two husbands and like he has all these tigers. And then he gets, you know, accused of murder in the plot to kill a person who was trying to shut him down. Who's a woman who has a sanctuary, but she may have murdered her husband. And I'm like, wait, what? And I just couldn't understand it. I was like, I I just don't even know what you're talking about. I can't even understand it. And I watched it. You guys, there are not words. But if you haven't watched it, watch it immediately. And then you will start noticing if you are a part of civilized society and not living under a rock that there are, I mean, it's all anyone's talking about. There are memes. There are videos. There are podcasts devoted to it interviews. I mean, it's everywhere. People are obsessed. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple tidbits. There's also a podcast. There's this writer who devoted four years of his life to following around this guy, Joe exotic. And, um, the documentary was based on all of this, but he also did a podcast called tiger King that you can find anywhere. There are six episodes, Um, so, but watch the Netflix show first, then do the podcast. Um, now there are all these interviews. So if you have serious radio, my love, Andy Cohen, the godfather of all beautiful Bravo life, um, has a show on Sirius every morning and he devoted a show to it on, or he was talking about it a lot on Monday as is everyone two days ago two days ago. Yeah. And this morning he had an interview. Well, yesterday he had an interview with the guy whose name I can't remember, Robert, someone who, um, was the interviewer and the writer and, and the host of the podcast called Tiger King. But today Andy had an interview with Dylan Passage, who is Tiger King, um, Joe Exotic's third husband, Guys, if this is convoluted, I'm sorry, but if you're watching Tiger King and you're following along, this is vital information. There are interviews with the some of the key players. So guys, if you're on Instagram, go to hashtag Tiger King. Just look at the memes. Just laugh. It is amazing. And God, what can I say about it? I mean... The, the glamour shot photo shoots of the three husbands shirtless and holding each other tenderly with cowboy hats in fields of hay. One of the husbands with a meth mouth with no teeth. Apparently he has teeth now and he's very handsome. I need to find him online. The other husband who was like 19 when Joe Exotic was 50. Both of the husbands apparently straight but married Joe because he was like a father figure and paid for all their meth, their thruple wedding in hot pink shirts. I mean, you cannot make this up. It is, it is bananas. I, 
I mean, I, I don't know, guys. It's it's really something. So um, I want to give you my takeaways, but I want you to also watch it. There are so many questions. I mean, Joe Exotic is in jail now for plotting to kill this woman, Carol Baskin, who has a sanctuary for big cats. Um, but she people think killed her husband who went missing and no one can find. And there are all these illusions or she's alluded to many times about bones being in her backyard. Oh, and by the way, there's a whole like side story about this, uh, sex cult that is prancing around or its mask is that it's a, a big cat sanctuary and place for people to visit in Florida. But like, it's very clear. It's a sex cult with this guy named doc and all these women who he's got like dozens of women who he's in a relationship with and who are working for him. Oh my God, it's like a mix between whatever that show is. I, my brain just went blank. But that show about the, um, oh, Sister Wives. Okay, so it's got like a little bit of Sister Wives mixed with like the circus, mixed with carnies, mixed with like a little bit of like 2020 murder plot um, kind of story, dateline kind of stuff mixed with like the most bizarre insight and inside glimpse into this, I don't know how to say this politely, this like, I don't know, underbelly, underbelly of society of these, these sort of land of misfit toys working together in this cat sanctuary, big cat sanctuary with this guy, Joe exotic, who by the way, also makes you think that he's a beautiful country star, but it's a Millie Vanilli kind of a moment where he's lip syncing, but doesn't tell anyone. Oh my God. Have I convinced you to watch it? Tiger King. I, I swear I might watch it again. We are all going to be in our homes for the next, how long? month, two months. I think I'm going to have to watch it again. Tiger King will soothe your soul because you know what? You can't think about anything else while you're watching it. Nothing else exists while you're watching it. And the other thing I want to say about soothing your soul, about a balm for your soul, a balm like a lip balm. I did a little video about this today that what we need right now our anthems. We need anthems. We need music to get us through this time and to get us through this week. So I found a few anthems that have been getting me through the last few days. And I, I made a list. I put them in my Instagram. I put them on Facebook. I put them, um, if you're not friends with me in those places, if you look on my public Grace Beeson coaching YouTube channel, um, 
You can see the video I made today, April 1st, about this. And then there's a folder called Pandemic Anthems. And you can watch the music videos I put in there of these anthems for this week. And I'm going to keep adding to them. But I feel like I've rediscovered music during this time. I've been playing certain albums like front to back um, that I haven't listened to and just like calling on that music that like was the way that I used to escape, you know, no social media, like no cell phones. We escaped with music all through college, even after college, you know, but definitely growing up and like being adolescents and teenagers and in high school and college music was our escape and how we like felt all the feelings you know like if you didn't have words for your feelings you listen to a song and I said today when I made this video that it's like making a mixtape you know you put all your feelings into the mixtape um when I was in seventh grade I made a mixtape called feel sorry for myself sad tape and that feel sorry for myself, sad tape that got me through some hard times. It was probably all like Cat Stevens and Edie Brickell and like, oh, maybe Simon and Garfunkel or like, oh, what else would have been on there? It's, I'm sure, a gem. I, I'm, I wish I could find it, but you know, that let me feel all the feelings. So Find yourself some anthems. If you like mine, great. If you need your own, go get them. Um, play your music loud. Sing along. Use the music to drown out the sound of other people you don't want to hear or to drown out the sound of your own voice. If you are so tired of the sound of your own voice like I am, oh, it's a lot of nagging going on here. Nagging, 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 which I would love to change and I'm working on it. You know, I was saying like the coach part of me knows that nagging is stress expressed. Nagging is stress expressed, right? Yeah, I know that. I know that. And it's so hard not to nag, especially when you're stressed because there is a global pandemic and we're all trying not to catch it. Um, but guys, we need music. We need music. We need Tiger King. I also am using CBD uh, tincture that I'm like putting under my tongue. It calms me way down. I've also recently discovered non-alcoholic Heineken and Coors. And I got to tell you, it tastes pretty good. I was never a beer drinker, but like a cold beer at the end of the day, these non-alcoholic beers taste really good. Um, what else? Plenty of sleep. And hiding in a closet by yourself when you need to. These are my tips, guys. I'm sending you so much love. We truly are all in this together, aren't we? And we got to laugh. We got to cry. We got to stomp around. But you know what? We got to look at this as a marathon. Like this analogy sounds so trite, but it is so poignant right now. This is a marathon. I mean, it's funny to think about the fact that we thought we were only going to be home for two weeks with our kids and we were rolling our eyes and pissed off. And now it's the end of the school year, likely, and um, maybe longer. So it's weird. It's hard. It's challenging. It's frightening. Um, but there are some 
beautiful things about it, like connecting with friends and family and hopefully with yourself um, and with the most brilliant docu-series, Tiger King. I love you so much. I'll be back with you soon. Be well. Take time for yourself if you can. Like I said, even if you have to hide in the closet or go for a 10-minute drive by yourself, that is the greatest. Go do it. Bye.